I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello and welcome to the Dream Factory, the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. The rules are simple. We can discuss as many ideas as we like, but only one can be taken to the next stage, where, after several years of failing to deliver on its promises, will be placed under public control and the British people will decide its fate. Ah. Yeah, it's quite exciting. Like an X Factor for film pitches. Cool. But in the public hands. I'm Joel, a man who puts the sigh in psychopathy... And across from me is John Harris, who has kept a record of every sausage he's eaten since he was eight years old. When questioned about his extensive notes kept in his parents' garage by the local Wickham Press last year, John said it was essential work and he would continue to document each and every pork cylinder he had until his dying day. Mm. March 15th, 2003. Well, uh, you won't off the top of my head. Let me just sorry, let me just consult the list. I've got it. I've uh, copied it all onto a Google Doc now. So, clever, um, clever, clever. March 15th. Uh... Ah, I've highlighted it yellow. Mm-hmm. I had a roast with sausage meat stuffing. Not technically a sausage, but it still needs to be documented. To, good. Well, good Good to know the work is not only essential, but also extensive. <laughs> John, we're here to pitch films, not talk about sausages. Although, do listen to our other podcast, The Sausage Factory, for more info on that. See how the sausage is made. Uh, what about this one from Gareth? I, I'm not sure. I think Gareth might be new to the books. Three times one Gareth. Three times one Gareth. <laughs> this one is... I had to do some extensive research. An American tale, Fievel Goes Westworld. Any idea? An American tale, Fievel Goes Westworld. Do you remember An American Tale? I don't think I do. It's a, it's like a family animated film from like the 90s. It's not a Disney one. It feels, it looks like... Is it, it had, like The Rescuers? It had that kind of Rescuers aesthetic. It's a... Love, just love thinking about The Rescuers. It looked like an animated rodent of sorts. What, what, what was the obsession with animated rodents? It's hmm, interesting. The 90s was a good time. If you, if, you were an anima- yeah. if you were an animated rodent in the 90s, you were getting a lot of work. Yeah. Oh, I'm really plucking at random memories that are probably inaccurate, but I think some, something about the 90s isn't there. Uh, a lot of Disney disbanded, so some of their best animators moved together to... Some of their best rodents. Some of their best rodent-based... So some of their best animators moved to make a new studio, but their best story writers didn't. And so Jeff, who would, was obsessed with animated rodents... They only managed to get one animator, and all he could draw, all he drew at Disney was the rats. 
Um, so if you if you watch one of those those movies from the nineties, the rodents are exquisitely rendered, yeah. but the background and everything actually looks shit. It's like stick men, and you're up, but your eyes just drawn to the rat. Love the rescuers. Yeah, one of my favourite things about old school animation is the fact that they painted the backgrounds, so you could tell <laughs> as the sequence died, you could tell what could move and what yeah, couldn't yeah, in so a true. in an image. So there would be a background, but there'd be one clearly drawn bit, and you're like, "Well, that's going to move yeah. at some point. That's definitely moving." <laughs> that's part of the plot. <laughs> and Westworld, anything? Yeah, I've seen the first, maybe like five or six episodes of Westworld. So I know the conceit. Yeah, that it is a kind of future theme park where there are robots that are basically human-esque. Yeah. And so you kind of live out westerns with killing people, sleeping with, what are they called? Mistresses of the night. Yeah. That's what they're all called. Yeah, that's what they're called uh, back then, in the You know, West. just getting up to general debauchery that would have mm-hmm. happened in the westerns, feeling morally okay with it because it's robots. Yeah. Animated rodent. <laughs> So is there an animated rodent scuttling around Westworld that no one's noticed? Yeah. Good. Yes. Yeah, okay, yeah, great, yeah. great. And what's his role? What happens in American Tale? Oh, mate, I didn't do that. So how as... extensive was your research? I, I typed in the title and I saw a picture. Because you preceded this with, well, I had to do some extensive research. When I, I had to body. find out what Westworld was and what, what American, American Tale was. Tale was. Nice. But you didn't really find out about either of them. <laughs> no, I just looked at pictures. Looked at pictures. Oh, well, you're always just looking at pictures. Yeah. So an American Tale... So this rodent has ended up in Westworld. Yeah, he can talk. He's animated. He I've assumed he can talk. He falls in love with another rodent. And doesn't uh, know that that rodent is a robot. Ah, uh, and tries to free the rodent from Westworld. Ah, uh, yeah. Is this like humans? Like, are they trying to get robot rights and stuff? And yeah, rodent rights. <laughs> yeah. Robents. Rob. Mm. Not happy with robents. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I was going for. I was, I was pulling it. I was, I was, I was stretching for a robot rodent pun, and I found nothing. You found like, absolutely nothing. I found nothing. Yeah. But so, it's fine. Sometimes, you sometimes that's going to happen. You got to dive into the deep end and yeah. find out that, that no pun was there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really sorry, Gareth. Thank you for your contribution, and I can only apologise for our, our awful. Gareth, in future, research. mate, suggest films that we've heard of. <laughs> <laughs> Just think about that. I think, think. What, do I reckon John and John have heard of this? Yeah. Is it if, a really big film? Yeah. Is it Back to the Future or yeah. a film John seen? Yeah. And then then you're fine. All right. What about this one from Flash? Ah. Uh, He's definitely on the books. Yeah. Uh, Stranger Dings. Citizens of a town are haunted by a strange being that leaves cryptic messages all over the town in Windings. Nice. Windings is the one where it all becomes symbols and stuff, what right? What is the point in Windings? I'm not sure. The only thing I know about Windings is it is a big part of the 9-11 conspiracy theory. No, it's not. It is. How big a part? Oh. It didn't bring down the towers. Well, no, but it's a conspiracy theory. Jet fuel can't melt fonts. Yeah, so it goes... Right, the theory... The the conspiracy theory is about 9-11. Mm-hmm. Jet, jet fuel can't melt steel beams. Yeah. Windings. <laughs> No, because it's that thing, isn't it, where they're like, oh, if you divide the amount of people that were on the plane by the day of the week it was mm-hmm. and then multiply it by the windings. temperature that day yeah. and type that into windings, it looks like a plane going into two towers. <laughs> Have you not heard this? <laughs> no, of course I've not heard that. Yeah. I don't hang around on the same websites as you. Anyway, so let's move on very swiftly from that. Stranger Things is not some sort of 9-11 conspiracy film. It isn't. That? Well, you seem to have made it that. I don't understand what Wingdings is. There must be a reason it was created. Is it a way of like testing code? or I don't really understand the purpose of it. No one's ever actually done anything in Wingdings. Wingdings sounds like the Crazy Frog's vocal warm-up. 
<laughs> oh, yeah, it does, isn't it? Thank you. Yeah. Um, you've you've made up for the robots thing earlier there. Oh, cheers. Yeah. Um, Stranger Things, I haven't seen either. Mate. I've been living under Stranger a rock, Things? man. Why haven't you seen Stranger Things? Is it a Things? podcast? <laughs> no. Why haven't you seen Stranger Things? Uh, so, the boring truth of it, I started watching with my girlfriend, yeah. and she is even more of a Freddy Pants than I am, and was like, no. And then it I was just. too never- strange. Yeah, it was too strange and there were too many things. It's so great. Yeah, no, I, I need to watch it at some point. But then... How can you call yourself? So when you start watching something as a couple and then the other person says no, and then you think, oh, all right, you, I'll watch yeah, it in my do? own time. It's like, oh... I, I know. It feels like an act of betrayal almost. Yeah. I mean, she said no, so like I can watch it. Can but you watch it? But if we're both keen on it, you know, Queer Eye, we're smashing through that. Yep. Stranger Things went on the back burner. Too scary. So, Stranger Things, I know there's an upside down, there's a sunken place. I was going to say an upside down place, but it's upside down, the sunken place or something, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's the upside down world. Oh, so the, I wasn't a million miles off. No, I don't think so. And and so that someone... I think the sunken place is um, Get Out, isn't it? Oh, shit, you're right. Yeah. Y- your knowledge of scary things is so limited. Yeah. Yeah, the sunken places get out and there the was some down. scary right. There was some scary stuff that came out a couple of years ago and had places. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. Sorry, place. you're right. The upside down place, changing rooms, changing places, <laughs> trading places, and so someone tries to communicate. A place in the sun. The, someone tries. A place to- in the sun is a horror film about vampires uh, who have woken up on the Costa Blanca. I would watch a travel log show about horror alternate universes a place not in the sun yeah and it's just vampires trying to find dark dank caves to live in yeah there you go and it's all and it is hosted by Dion Dublin after his excellent work on Cash in the Attic I want to say Cash in the Attic no soundtrack by the Dube the Dube yeah what's the Dube mate Dion Dublin yeah is a former footballer yes I know that now turned daytime TV presenter excellent between those two things he invented an instrument (laughs) called the Dube What's it it's like? like a wooden box. It's a percussive instrument. Apparently it's quite good, but it's called the Dube. Dion Dublin's Dube, mate. Well, like the boxes that you sit on and hit? Because of, they already exist. No, but it's got all different settings to it. I think it might be electronic. Aye. The Dube. Okay. Yeah. We're gonna, after this, we're going to spend some time on YouTube watching, <laughs> watching videos. Well, and if we're feeling particularly cheeky, we might smoke a little <laughs> Dubey. <laughs> um... So the person in the upside down world he plays mm-hmm. sends messages via lights. Yeah, sort of. And in this version, they send emails written in, in windings. Very good. But the thing is, they're not that hard to translate because you, you just copy it. Yeah. That's the, the thing. It's not the ultimate code, is it? <laughs> it's not like fucking like Alan Turing, was it? Um, <laughs> what was it? Where was Alan Turing based? Blenheim? Uh, Bletchley. Bletchley Park. Alan Turing at Bletchley Park. With the Enigma getting machine, a load of, yeah. Getting a load of wingdings coming in. Yeah, try, <laughs> desperately trying to use the Enigma machine to turn it into comic sounds. You can send it on to a Winston. And Turing's got a, <laughs> Turing's got a mate who's just on Microsoft Word. Yeah. Like, just change I can't font. believe this guy. <laughs> just don't look at my screen. Don't look at my screen. That's all Alan Turing was doing, was just changing the font. All right, what about this one from, I'm not sure how to pronounce this. Tim. Scro- <laughs> Scroobius Pip. Oh, okay. Interesting. It's not a real name. Magic Mike XXXL Mariachi. Right. Unlike Gareth's, mm-hmm. I've decided to actually look at my phone and find out what the plot of this, Good this film is. You've learned from your mistakes. So El Mariachi is a 1992 Mexican-American contemporary Western action film and the first instalment in the saga that came to be known as Robert Rodriguez's Mexico Trilogy. Oh, very familiar with it. The Mexico Trilogy finishes with Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Which okay, is yeah. A, genuinely big famous film so 
Magic Mike. It's about a guitar player who goes around killing people. That's that's not <laughs> Magic Mike is. <laughs> that was. Uh, I did not take that away from that film. <laughs> what, what I did there was I went. Oh, I found the the plot mm. synopsis on on Wikipedia, and then I put my phone down and made up a new synopsis <laughs> that was so vague. But yeah, look once again. Let's just do classic John stuff here and look at the cover picture. There's a tortoise. <laughs> There's good, a guitar good, case good. and a okay. gun. A, right? sexy, a sexy tortoise that takes off its shell on stage. <laughs> You've always wanted to know what's under there. <laughs> Have I? Yeah, you're always going on about it. <laughs> Me? Is there anything under there? I. Right. <laughs> He's not Ray Man, is that? His no, limbs are... <laughs> I, know, I know that his limbs must be connected to something. But you know, like the underbelly? Yeah. Is that the belly? Oh. Because it's not like an actual shell, is it? There isn't like you a, a smaller. It's not like you know. You can remove the shell. Russian doll. It's not like um, shellfish that can you know crawl from a hermit crab. Hermit crab. No, a tur- turtles aren't like hermit crabs. As they grow up, they find bigger shells. <laughs> I wonder what all those empty shells are like <laughs> on the street were. Yeah, so a turtle seductively takes off its shell in a big sexy show. And what? Because you, you saw on the post on the cover. Of the now, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you don't put that on the cover unless it's quite essential to the plot, right? Surely. I assume... The rest of it was a, a road when a man holding a gun. <laughs> so all I can assume about that film is that this guy and this turtle are on some sort of road trip. <laughs> I assume because you don't see the head of the main guy and you He's see the whole the turtle. turtle. <laughs> is that what you're going to say? No. Gonna I say? was going to say, I'm assuming that the guy with the gun and the guitar is the villain and our hero is the is turtle. The turtle. <laughs> Nice, okay. So, yeah, he's a stripper, and for some reason, to pay some bills or something, mm-hmm. he's taken out a loan from some bad guys. Yeah. And yeah. now they've sent guitar gunmen after him. Yeah. And he has to strip his way through the country. Very good. Whilst being chased, trying to pay off this debt. Mm-hmm. And the end, actually, mm-hmm. is he befriends the guitar-playing guy. Yeah. And he soundtracks his strip dances from there. Oh, yeah. lovely stuff. All right, what about this one from Michael? Goodfellas, the story of Henry Hill and his life in the mob, focusing on the time he opened a pizzeria. Oh, that's nice. But is it nice? Is it like Chef? Yeah, it's like Chef. So it's just a feel just a load of good guys. They're actually quite good fellas. <laughs> They're good. That's, it, yeah. that's how they got the their name. They're the good people in the mob. They're the good guys of the mob. Oh. Not everyone in the mob's a bad guy. Yeah, yeah. You've got, like, mob chefs and stuff. Mob chefs. Yeah. I, I reckon it's actually quite a small percentage of the mob that are doing the murderings and stuff. I, a lot of them are just going about the pudding. I imagine so, too. Yeah. yeah. Not Most, everyone in the mob's doing the murdering. No. You know, what about all the backroom staff? Making it happen. They're the good guys. They're the good fellas. All I know about this version of Goodfellas is it's a lovely, feel-good family film about a family struggling to... St- open up a pizzeria maybe what they realise is the only way to really get off the ground that basically they can't make these pizzas quick enough so yep. they realise chuck them in the microwave <laughs> cool and, and then, they, then then actually there's a rivalry between them and the guys at Chicago Town yeah are they Goodfellas oh wait is Chicago Town the ones you put in the microwave and Goodfellas are the ones you put in the oven I'm not sure whatever either way there's a bit that's when the mob rivalry starts yeah yeah they're so Papa sol- John's involved. They're just delivering, mate. Yeah, well, they're delivering bullets to call the front me, door. Yeah, of- call me Papa John because yeah. I always deliver. <laughs> Don't call me Papa John. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm going to start calling you. Uh, <laughs> and then at the end, it's a lovely family feel-good film. Yep. Great. And then it fades to black, and on the screen it's like <laughs> the Goodfellas mob gang killed upwards of 200 <laughs> people in their time. 
<laughs> yeah, I like that. I like that. The pepperoni was mostly made of their enemies. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. All right, I've had this one in from Jack. And I'll tell you why I like this one, because it's not a title. Yeah. It's conceptual. Cool. So something happens. <laughs> That's the concept. Great. Something happens, some sort of big event, seismic event, and this guy wakes up the next day, and time has stopped for him, but not for anyone else. And so as the plot progresses, he's just getting further and further into the past. Whoa, what? Yeah. Imagine that, mate. So the world's happening around him. He yeah. can't interact with anyone. He's just living in a, in a frozen moment in time, and, the whole, and he can't interact with the world or anything, and the, but the world around him is progressing through time. So is he out of his body and his body's just standing still? I'm confused. No, he's in his body. But then if the whole world's moving on, how is he not? Oh, yeah. All I've got is a line about (laughs) a guy who's stuck in in a moment in time. Look, I'm happy. Look, How would that work? Someone being stuck in a moment in time, Jack, sounds more like the whole world would be frozen. Yeah. So he's trying to work out how to get it started again, which Mm. is an interesting concept. Well, that's just Bernard's watch. (laughs) No, because he's got the watch. Yeah, but I mean... A guy it, wakes up after a seismic event. And he needs to find Bernard's watch. He needs to find... He, for some reason, Bernard pausing time mm-hmm. has accidentally paused Bernard. Oh, shit. But ha- for some reason hasn't paused this main character. He's like... He doesn't know, but he's like the long-lost son of Bernard. Yeah. And he has this power mm. to stop time. So he has to find his granddad, who is now an old Bernard. Yep. And the watch. And, but like you say, he's been estranged from this grandfather. So he's basically having to investigate and find his grandfather who now lives in South America. If you froze time, what, yeah. would, you get, what would you get up to? Hmm. I would... Am I allowed to... <laughs> fucking hell. Am I allowed to listen to podcasts? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I was thinking I could get some chores done and then I could unpause it and be like, great, I didn't waste that time on um, Oh, oh, can I pause time uh, on a hangover? So can what? I do the, like, you know, the, you know, when you're hungover and you're like, oh, I hate the world. Yeah. Can I pause time for six hours and no, get the hangover no, done? No, 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 no. Because if you pause time, you'll just have a hangover the same. When it unpauses. 
No, no, because you're pause time and you can freely move around. Yeah, you still but, have a hangover. But so I'm not, hangover's, uh, a hangover is an existential no, no, thing no, 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 that no, no, exists no. outside of your body. So right. And then what I'm saying is, if I had a hangover and I wanted to do some stuff the morning after, yeah. can I just at six a.m. hit that thing? Nah. Six hours. Just sleep for six hours. Yeah, exactly. Just sort out, sort myself out. Have yeah. you know rehydrate yeah. and then unpause it's still 6am but I no longer have a yeah, hangover because yeah, yeah, I've been paused that, that long yeah. yeah that's what I do terrible uses of the ability to stop time I don't want I don't want to do anything big wouldn't you go to any secret places oh, I just think consequences you, maybe consequ- I, wouldn't you like to have a look around secret places fine uh, yeah I'd pause pop your head in the Queen's bedroom yeah, I was thinking... Have a little look around Parliament. I was 10 Downing Street. 10 yeah. Downing Street. You'd have a look at secret secret places, right? Yeah. And then you'd... No, but no one would know you'd ever been there, so they wouldn't necessarily check for fingerprints and stuff. I would go to Washington. How would you get there? And we'll just oh, no, you'd normally. normally go there, then pause time. Now, I was thinking, how are you going to get in a plane, John? Everything's frozen. No, no, no. I'd normally go to Washington, and then I'd pause time, and I would I'd basically, every time Donald Trump was doing something, I would like stand in front of him, yeah, you're right, mate. Okay. And then pause time again, and then go somewhere else. And yeah. then, like an hour later, I'll just be in front of him. You're right, mate, and then disappear. Oh, just nice. keep, just make him think that there's a random British guy <laughs> who's haunting him. But you'd be all over the news. <laughs> no, I wouldn't, because Trump. I would only do it in private. Uh, okay. So clever. Trump would be like, "There's a British guy following me." Yeah, that's really good. And, yeah. um, and, I, and then they'd get like a a photo of it sketch done, and your face would be on the global news and imagine that no one would know everyone back home would be like John the president of the United States of America thinks you're haunting him <laughs> yeah that'd be great and then and then what I'd do was I'd go back to England and I would hope that Theresa May takes the mic and then yeah. I would do it to her <laughs> <laughs> all the world leaders think they're being haunted by this awkward yeah. British guy yeah I like that I really like that thanks mate that's really good what was that film I did uh, time stops for a guy, <laughs> but the world keeps moving. It doesn't really make any sense. Let's John Holmes, the world leaders, is great. Yeah, that is good. And it's never anything particularly nefarious. It is just like you know what I mean. But you're just freaking them out. That's yeah. the best thing about it. They're having breakfast, and I just appear in front of them eating a bar of cereal. No, it's very good. <laughs> and they just disappear good. again. Yeah. <laughs> That's really fun. This one's from a man we like to call Muscles Tom. Oh God, yeah. This one is the final part of the Aging Furniture Trilogy. Oh, it's been coming. It's been a long time coming. I didn't know it was an early trilogy. It's a shame, but I'm sure he's got... You know, we thought the Star Wars trilogy had finished. Yeah. So I reckon in about 10 years' time when we're still (laughs) doing this show, Muscles Tom will come back. And disappoint us all. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones is back for one last paycheck, The Window. Let me guess. (laughs) No, I don't want to guess. So this final part is a bit more complicated brackets as third acts always are so bear with me if you look through the window from the outside you start to get older <laughs> so the longer you stare through the older you get if you look through the window from the other side you start to get younger and younger however if you smash the window you remain at the age you currently are forevermore that's the twist that's not a twist, not a anyway, twist. the end right what's the rate of aging because you, if you, it's if normal you, time. If I, we're at a window now. If I stand and look out, look out of that window. I'm aging while I'm looking out of the window. I mean, a terrible film idea. It's just Tommy Lee Jones. If you were Tommy fl- Lee Jones, is ninety minutes older. <laughs> no, you'd, I think it'd be at some significant. So you'd notice it maybe in the window reflection. Yeah. Okay. And is it this? By the way, is Tommy Lee Jones in all of these as the same character? That's yeah, important. Of course, thing. Yeah. So he looks through that window. He's like, not again. <laughs> 
By this point, surely he's just living he in a died. padded cell. He also died in the last one. Did he die in the last one? Well, no, maybe he was just the investigator, because in the last one, we, we concluded that someone would live in a house and then die two days later, because oh, every yeah. time they left the house, they aged 50 <laughs> years. So... What happens if it, uh, let's let's assume this window somewhere public? It's just on like a high street. If you walk down, and you want to check your reflection. You what? You're ten years older. Yeah. Fucking hell. That'd be terrifying. And then you've got to go into the shop and look yeah, out look the window. Out. But you don't know for that. the same amount of time. But you don't. That's know the that. conf- that's where it's hard to strike the balance there because you know you look at let's say you look at the window for ten minutes and that means you're no not ten minutes. No, I was doing that for one minute and you're thirty years older. Yeah. You then have to figure out what happened and then look through the window the other way the exact same amount of time. So, a big evil person who wants to remain young forever has discovered... I figured out exactly what I would do in this situation, by the way. What, if you had access to this mirror? If I had a window, window. A window on the high street, yeah. I'd pretend I was this amazing salon that would make you look ten years younger. And I'd get them to, like, <laughs> close their eyes, put a load of treatment on, and then spin around to the window. They look out the window for a second, put the blindfold Boom. back on. Then, you know, ten minutes later, show them in the mirror, and like, bam, look at this. Ten years younger. All I've done is wipe a load of, like, fairy washing up, look at it on their face or something. <laughs> They can't believe it. You'd be a millionaire, but you could never expand the business, so you just have to meet exceptional demand Jeez. at this rubbish little high street salon, refusing Pain. to open this like mega Pain store. thousands of pounds. Yeah. I mean, that's not a film idea. It's a great idea. Thanks. It's a good business idea. It's, it's an excellent Tom, business If you know where this window is, <laughs> let's, so let's talk business. My idea, Muscles Tom, is that we, basically, some sort of oligarch has discovered the window and is using it to keep them and their friends young. Mm-hmm. However, what we what what Tom didn't elaborate on is it is it's a balance thing, right? Mm-hmm. So for every time they make someone ten years younger by making them look, I'm saying a year a minute. So they yeah. look through the mirror ten minutes, ten years younger. However, they have to get other unwilling people to look the other way and age ten right. years. It's like because otherwise it doesn't. You know, the window doesn't have its charge. Yeah. Okay, I see. So that's why it's evil. That's yeah. why that's. I like that. And then, and the final sequence should probably be, it seems a bit tortury for a hero to do this, mm-hmm. but she basically makes the big baddie look through it for ages and then smash the window when they're like 120. That's great. Well done. Like a portrait of Dorian Gray, really, isn't it? Yeah. In the end of the picture of Dorian Gray, do they just destroy the painting and he just ages really quickly? I don't know. Probably. Yeah. Melting! <laughs> yeah, so if you... Right, Muscles told me, if in 10 years' time you come back with a painting that ages people... Yeah. We, no, yeah, no, no, no. No, we're, we're across this. Yeah. And stick oh. around till the end of the episode because we've got a lovely email from Muscles Tom. Well, you don't know that. I, I've told you you're not allowed to read it. I can't read it, but I assume it's lovely. Of course Unless it is. he's really changed character in the last few weeks. No. Become a real bastard. Shall we pitch our own movie ideas, John? Yeah, shotgun going first, please. Thank you. Okay. Lady in the trampoline. Good, good. I saw a video recently of some foxes bouncing on a bouncy roof. Yeah. Bouncy this is, roof? This is my immediate thought. So they built a roof. I think it's like to protect some sort of plants. Anyway, foxes got up on there and they're bouncing around. They're having such a great time. Yeah. So what I'm saying is there's a precedent for animals enjoying trampolines. Yeah, that John Lewis Christmas advert with the boxer. Yeah, similar. Lots of videos of dogs jumping on trampolines. Yeah. Basically, it's a 20 second viral video. Good. Um, you go to the cinema to see it. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the future. The future is a cinema that just shows vines. Yeah. Oh god. Even though vines dead, but yeah. And maybe the dog falls so in love with the trampoline because oh, no. it's enjoying bouncing on yeah. it so much that it shares a spaghetti dinner with it. With the trampoline. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> it's cute. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Thanks. Um the hearty Italian job. So 
Imagine a world where there's one sandwich left. <laughs> I was thinking it's not the type of bread they offer in Subway. Yeah. It's so, the only bread anyone takes, right? Uh, Italian herbs and cheese for me, mate, because I'm a connoisseur at the Subway. Good point. It's got, all, it's got all the stuff on it. That's the one I was thinking of, actually. Apologies. So the hearty Italian job, or the Italian herbs and cheese job, depending on your, pref- your Subway sandwich preference. Oh, yeah. But essentially what's happened is we live in a future where there aren't any sandwiches anymore because the gluten haters have taken over. Uh, They've banned gluten. There's uh, no more gluten. Right, and they've tried to. The subway have tried to adopt the gluten-free bread model, but it just doesn't work. It mm. doesn't hold up in that super super toaster. <laughs> the the twenty-second super toaster. Gluten-free bread can't sustain that heat. Mm. Um, uh, fun fact: I used to work at a place that had a super toaster. They're sensational pieces of machinery. I don't understand why they're not more widely available. What do you mean? That you can cook a beef Wellington in one in ten minutes. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That is. They, they, you would not believe how hot they get. They're hotter than the sun. Whoa. The Merry Chef instant oven is the hottest thing known to man I didn't know that yeah it's actually what Frodo throws the ring into at the end of the <laughs> cheese and toasted <laughs> anyway there aren't any sandwiches left in Britain apart from one sandwich being kept in a refrigerated vault and it's obviously priceless yeah so Michael Kane gets the band back together to nick Britain's last sandwich and that's that and I think it'll be a massive hit because Britain loves a sandwich so much yeah so Imagine the world in Britain where there are no sandwiches left. Horrible. Unthinkable, really. What would become of the Tesco meal deal? Yeah. A while back, Joel, off uh, off his own cuff, uh, invented a film in which the premise was there were no more crisps. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, it's just my greatest fears coming. It's just an absence of carbs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't even begin to think about that. (laughs) Next week, look forward to pasta. No, no. John, I've got a film idea for you. No more cakes. (laughs) Imagine, right, there aren't any cakes left, and I'd have thought of a clever title for it. Is there any blowing bloody doors off? Yeah, it's, but it's, based? it's the doors to that Merry Chef oven. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. Because to... because for some reason someone evil is trying to burn the sandwich yeah. by cheese and toasting And they want to blow the door off. They're going to cheese and toast it for two minutes. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. God, don't... Be cinder. So there you are, mate. What's the winner this week? There was some good stuff in there this week, I think. I am... Um, I was a big fan of... God, all of it. Stranger Dings, Goodfellas. Stranger Dings. Yeah. Give it to Stranger Dings. Good to think about Wingdings. Makes you think of the 90s. The little paperclip. He should have been a character. Anyway, it's too late. (laughs) We know it's too late because there is a knock, knock, knock at the studio door. And entering the room is Tommy Lee Jones. And he's a million years old. So we've got some correspondence from um, Muscles Tom. Muscles Tom, the, the crafter of exceptional emails up until this point. So let's see, hope he can, can continue such a great run of form. He's been nice at the beginning. Do oh, I not no. read that bit? Is that the etiquette? Oh, it's only the etiquette if you're a big deal. And we're not a big deal, mate. Give, him, give us the praise. What a fantastic show. Ah. I don't think I've ever been so moved as the last time I saw E.T. all those years ago. Your vision elevated my stories to a much higher level than I could have ever imagined. I'm sure it won't be long now until Hollywood come knocking at the door. Oh, hang on. What's that? No, it's just mum with the Welsh cakes. <laughs> He's regional humour. I love it. He's so good. A visit? That sounds like a fantastic idea. I can see the headline of the local paper now. Thousands turn up as John and Joel rock Conway 2018. Many disappointed faces as Cameron Diaz couldn't make it. Not sure why. I've always thought of this as an equivalent to Cameron Diaz, frankly. <laughs> yeah, we, we, yeah. 
Our mussel fishing season doesn't start until September, though. So if you want to have a go at it, you'll have to wait until then. Best regard, Muscles Tom. He's signed it off, Muscles Tom. P.S. This is important. P.S. Mussel fishing is when you fish or collect mussels from a natural source, like we do, from a mussel bed. Mussel farming is when the mussels are cultivated by human influence, such as your rope-grown or dredged mussels. So you're both correct, one point each. P.P.S. A View to a Kill is in no way the best Bond song. Ding, 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 round one. You can go fight him in a car park, I guess. I'm not having that at all. I mean, I think he's mostly saying that so that you'll come and fight him. I'm happy to fight him. (laughs) Even even though he goes by the name Muscles Tom. (laughs) Which we've made because he fishes muscles. He fishes muscles, yeah. Or farms them. No, he fishes them. No, he fishes them. So, I mean, he's given us both a point, but actually I think you get probably more points. So, what what we can conclude from this is that he knows his muscle fishing. Yeah. Doesn't know his Bond themes. But we're not all perfect. (laughs) No. Not all perfect. Great work, Tom. So I guess we are going to... September, we're going muscle fishing. Ridiculous. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Send the guys a movie idea. Tell your friends that you like the show. Follow us on social media. Then... You'll be the best listener.